Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Toxic friends are no good for your social life. Toxic family members are no good for your home life. Toxic staff members are no good for your business culture. And toxicity in any way, shape or form in your life is going to take away from your overall experience of life, the quality of your life, and it's also going to negatively impact your personal performance. In today's episode, we are looking at removing toxicity. Welcome to the Level Up Podcast with me, George Swift. The Level Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. It can be quite difficult sometimes, challenging, to see what is toxic and what isn't toxic. It can be quite hard to separate what's us and what's other people or what's us and what's our environment and what in our environment is actually our doing. Because of course, whilst we definitely want to be removing toxicity from our external world, we definitely need to remove it from the internal world first and foremost. And if we do do that, then of course we start to have that positive impact on our world, on our life, on our business anyway. But also, of course, if we're committed to removing the toxicity within us, then we can then see what's us and what isn't us. And then we can set about changing those things in the external world that are making our life just a little more toxic. First of all, what do we mean by toxic? Well, to some degree, it's going to be down to you and what you decide is toxic and not toxic. Um, I'm sure if we came together, we could agree on certain things. For example, anyone in your business that's just making the environment worse, the culture worse, anyone that's connected to your business that is putting you down, putting the business down, or just whinging and moaning and negative all the time. However, sometimes, you know, people are moaning and negative and sometimes they're bitching and stuff, not because they're a negative, toxic personality, but actually because there might be real, genuine things that aren't right and maybe they're just not expressing it in the most positive ways. So when we're talking about removing toxicity, and of course I talked about friends and I talked about family members at the beginning of this episode, of course I'm not necessarily saying you want to remove the individual, remove the person, we just want to remove the toxic nature of that relationship or the toxicity in that relationship or in that environment. Does this make sense? So we need to first of all identify What are the environments, what are the individuals, what are the people, what are the aspects of our life where we feel we're being brought down, where we feel there's just a negative vibe, if you like there, places that bring out the worst in us, places maybe where we feel we have to naturally continually keep defending ourselves or defending our choices or defending our way of life, people who negatively challenge you. So just take a moment as you're listening to this, just take a moment to think about the worst culprits. You know, what are the worst environments that you're part of where you feel less about yourself, worse about yourself? Which environments bring out the worst character traits in you? Do you find with certain people, you just argue a lot more than other people? And it's obviously you, right? You're doing it. But actually, it's that relationship just seems to be one that 
creates more confrontation for you, or that environment is one that creates more confrontation for you. If you think about people that are connected to your business, which of the people connected to your business are the ones that you feel are really draining on you, draining on your time, your energy, your positivity? Which ones are draining your resources the most? It's the same with your friends, by the way, and with family members. You may find you have certain friends that are really demanding and challenging and drain you, but you feel like you own something. You feel that somehow you have made a commitment to them and therefore you have to continually be that person for them. Maybe you feel sorry for these people, genuinely. Maybe you love them and care for them and the thought of cutting them off is just too painful. Well, as already said, you don't necessarily need to cut them off. You just need to cut out the toxic nature of that. Once you work out what is toxic and what isn't toxic, once you've worked out what is negative for you, when you start looking at the worst culprits first, always, you then have some decisions to make. The decisions you need to make are, do I just cut this person out? Do I just stop going to this environment? Do I fire this employee? Or if it's a customer, do I sack the customer? Do I let the customer go? If it's someone that you're connected to, a partner in the business, you know, how do you get away from that person? How do you separate ties with that person? That is a very valid option for you. If, however, you feel that's not the choice you want to make, then what you're left with is saying, right, I either put up with this toxicity, which I think is got to be like just not an option in my opinion, certainly not for the topic of this episode. It's about removing that toxicity. So you either cut it off completely or you resolve it. You change the relationship, you change the environment, you change the nature of your interactions. You educate each other, you educate other people, you have higher standards for yourself, higher standards for those people around you. You don't tolerate maybe certain things the way that maybe you have been. So in some ways, cutting someone off might seem like the hard way. In other ways, actually, sometimes that can be the easy thing to do. And the really brave thing, the strong thing to do is actually to try and resolve that situation. It's like a marriage. If you feel that your marriage or your intimate relationship now with your significant other, if you feel that that has toxicity in it, you might not want to just cut off that marriage. You might not want to just run to the lawyers and get a divorce. But you might find that you're sitting in that toxic environment, putting up with certain things. Maybe both of you. And you can identify how the other person in this relationship is also putting up with these things that they shouldn't be putting up with as well. And that actually you deserve better, but the other person deserves better as well. And maybe the hard thing, the challenging thing, but the right thing to do is to tackle that head on. Some of this is not for the faint hearted. Some of this, I say, it takes real courage to put yourself out there and to push back on environments or people and say that, you know what, this isn't good enough. This isn't working for me because, of course, then it can all explode and it can turn into something much, much bigger. But I want to remind you of an analogy that I share all the time, which is if I bring something to the forefront that's not right, you can't accuse me of not making it right. You can't accuse me of somehow making everything wrong when all I've done is highlight what is already wrong. And the analogy I often share is that of a goldfish bowl. And if you've got a goldfish bowl or goldfish tank and you give it to me and the water looks clean and it all looks okay on the surface, but if I take a stick and I stir up the gravel on the bottom of this goldfish bowl 
and all the shit comes up and the water turns dirty in that. You can't turn to me and accuse me of somehow dirtying the water in your goldfish bowl. The shit was already there. It just wasn't visibly there. Does this make sense? It wasn't there to be seen by everyone. And actually, if you're willing to stir up the shit in your own life, your own business, your own friendships, your own relationships, actually what you do then is have an opportunity to clean the water. You have an opportunity then to purify the water, to truly purify the environment so that those fish living in that water, instead of pretending that they're living in clean water or living in an illusion or a delusion of clean water, they actually are living in a clean environment that's not just inhabitable, but one that they can actually thrive in. So think about your business as a goldfish bowl. Think about your life as a goldfish bowl. Think about your friendships and your relationships as goldfish bowls, maybe one big goldfish bowl or maybe individual goldfish bowls. And realize that actually, just like the rest of us, there is a degree of shit that is sitting at the bottom of that goldfish bowl that maybe you're not acknowledging. And we go for the easy route and we think, you know what, I'll just put up with it. And maybe there's a lot of benefits to that relationship, a lot of benefits to that environment, a lot of benefits to that individual. And therefore, you don't really want to stir it all up. You've got that negative employee. I've seen this many times in businesses where they say, look, but they're a really good worker and they make me money and they're good at what they're doing and I don't want to swap them out. I don't want to let them go because if I do, then I'm going to have to pick up the work myself. Or if I let them go, I'm going to have to hire. Will I get the same skills and will I be able to afford the skills? And you know, it took me three years to get the person to where they are, et cetera, et cetera. All these fear reasons for not getting rid of this person. And therefore, they just, you know, overlook it. They just get on with it. They just put up with the fact that every time that person's around them or everything that person comes into contact with is a little bit negative and a little bit worse because of their presence. So it can be really hard to clean out your goldfish bowl when there's so much good in your goldfish bowl. And we don't want to necessarily throw away all of the water and we don't want to throw away the goldfish as well. We just want to stir the shit up a little bit in the nicest possible way so we can see what's not right and then we can set about cleaning that crap out of that environment. Now, of course, not everyone is going to be on board with this. And of course, it can then flare up. Let's say, for example, you're in a close relationship. It could be a marriage. It could be a partnership. You're living with someone and there's things that are there that are toxic. And you're both kind of swimming around the water, both pretending the water's clear. And you both realize that there is a lot of shit, maybe, you know, buried in the gravel. But as long as they stir all that up, we can live in this illusion that we're okay. And of course, the first person that goes in there and stirs up all the gravel might be the one that stirs up the arguments and the fights and the battles and brings all of the negativity to the foreground. It's possible that person will get blamed for making the goldfish bowl dirty. Why do you have to be like that? Why do you have to bring this up? Why do you have to this, that and the other? However, unless you're literally pouring shit into your goldfish bowl, unless you're bringing shit to the table that wasn't there, all you're doing is unmasking the stuff that's already there that wasn't working. And now there's an opportunity for you and everyone else involved to clean it out. For many of us, it's been a long, hard winter. You know, we haven't seen the people we'd normally see. We haven't done the things we'd normally do. Typically, I'd go away abroad, get some sun at the end of summer, early autumn, around October time. I'd then normally go away at the end of January, early February time. I didn't even have a summer holiday last year, so I'm gagging to get away. I'm dying to be by the sea, dying to get somewhere warm, to get somewhere abroad. And of course, it's been a long, hard winter because, you know, we've gone through the dark nights and it's been cold and wet and we've had the usual British weather and the usual British winter 
And for many business owners, it's been tough as well. You know, sales have been hard and what's happening next with the lockdown, the kids have been at home. So it's been a long, hard slog. And the thought then of stirring up stuff and trying to improve things, I know can be really difficult and it can be really challenging when you just want an easy life. You just want to get on. You just want to have fun. You just want to be productive. You just want to get on and you know, be who you need to be and do what you need to do and have the success that you want to have. However, I want you to think of this call to action that I'm putting out there to you now. It's kind of like a spring clean. So as we're into April now, this is typically in the old days when the chandeliers would come down and the whole manor would get a thorough deep clean. All the crockery, all the carpets, all the drapes, everything would be deep cleaned, ready for the summer ahead, ready for the rest of the year. Maybe this opportunity for you now, even though you might not feel like you're up for it, maybe you need to be a little bit up for it right now in order to clear the decks, in order to clear the water in your environment so that you've got this incredible environment to truly enjoy as you go into springtime and as we go into summer. We want a clear environment, metaphorically and literally. It's challenging, it's hard, I get it. However, if we keep putting up with the toxicity in our lives, eventually it becomes so toxic that we will get sick, just like the fish. They can swim around and give you the illusion that they're healthy and give you the illusion that they're thriving. But if they shit in that water, whether seen or unseen, the truth matter is they're not as healthy, they're not as happy, not as vibrant, they're not growing as well as they otherwise would have done. They're getting by, they're surviving. And so many of us, that's what we're doing. We're surviving in so many of our environments, surviving in so much of our business, surviving in so many of our relationships. And just because we're surviving and we're swimming around doesn't mean we're healthy, doesn't mean we're vital, doesn't mean we're happy, doesn't mean we're productive, doesn't mean we're high performing. We just give the illusion of being okay. But just like our fish, we want our fish to be more than just okay. We want them to prosper. We want them to be truly happy, to live long, fulfilling, healthy lives, to live into their potential. And we want that for ourselves as well. And we want that for the other people that are in these environments as well. And we even want it for those people who we might see as the culprits of dirty in our water, the culprits of that toxicity. We want that for them as well. And therefore, we might want to look at it as we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to everybody else in our environments and we owe it to those people around us and we even owe it to the people that might be bringing that toxicity We owe it to everybody to clean up the environment, to make it a positive one, to make it a place where everyone can thrive and prosper. You don't have to do anything, but maybe start by just making a list. And sometimes, by the way, you might accuse me now of dirtying your water because you might be sitting there thinking, well, I was doing okay. I was was enjoying my illusion, my delusion of clean water. I was quite happy there not knowing what wasn't right, George, and you've made my water dirty. No, I haven't. I've just brought a stick in. If I ask you to do the challenge, which is to list those people, those elements, those aspects, those environments that are bringing you down, that you feel are toxic, all we're doing is we're bringing that shit to the surface so that we can cleanse it, so we can clean it, so we can make it right. So my challenge to you is to really think about where you're at your happiest, where you feel like you're thriving, where you feel like you can most comfortably be you and the best version of yourself. And you want to maximize your exposure to those environments and those people. 
And then I want you to look at the places that bring you down and drag you down, the ones where maybe you let yourself down, where, you know, the environments of the people that bring up the worst in your behaviours or the worst in you. And you might want to start making a list of these things. And at the very least, you might want to limit your exposure to them. At the least, limit your exposure. At best, maybe you want to resolve it. Maybe, however, you also need to cut some stuff off. Maybe you do need to let stuff go. You do need to remove that person or that environment or that thing from your life or from your business. For some of these people, you're just not going to be wanting or willing to cut them off. And I'm not here to say you should. If it's a friend of a friend that's giving you a load of shit on Facebook, I would probably argue that someone that you could probably just cut off. If it's an old friend on Facebook that does nothing positive for your life and just makes you feel a little bit shitter about yourself, why wouldn't you just block them on Facebook? If it's someone in your community that you see every now and again, maybe you just ignore it and you just limit your exposure to that person. If it's someone closer to home, you might want to look at how you can make it right. And I know it can be challenging. I know it can be difficult. And I know it's not the easy way sometimes to have these conversations. But unless we stir up the toxic stuff that's in our environment, the crap that's in our lives, we can't possibly begin to clean it out. And if you do clean it out, you take on this challenge, what you end up with is a nice, inhabitable life, a nice, inhabitable environment, one where you can truly thrive in, one where you can be your true self, the one that brings out the best in who you are, the one where you perform the best, you're going to get the best results, you're going to be the best version of yourself for those people closest to you. If your business is starting to become toxic because you've taken on the wrong customers or clients and it's starting to rub off on the people that work alongside you or with you in your business, it might be time to start cutting those clients out. If you've got some staff members that are bringing you down, it's, it's tough, I get it. I've worked with business owners before where we've had to seriously look at balancing out the good that someone might bring to your business versus the negativity. I want you to imagine just one last analogy, that of a football team. Just because you've got a top-scoring striker in your team doesn't mean you should keep them in your team. If that top-scoring striker is scoring goals for your club, but if it's bringing down the team, if it's bringing down the environment, and then for everybody else around that lead striker can't perform at their best, can't do what they're doing best, actually what might be best for the team is to get rid of that lead scoring striker, even though they're scoring goals for you. I once worked with a sports team and I said to them, we've got a toxic environment. I remember turning up and the grounds person was slagging off the team. They said, why are you here? I'm here. I said, I'm here to try and turn the team around. They said, oh, good luck with that, mate. And went on this big old 10 minute whinge about how terrible they were. I then went out and I met with some of the fans and the fans were sitting there and they were slagging off their team. In fact, the stands used to be empty, but there used to be like a mound, like a hill, if you like a small hill that used to sit behind the dugout. And the fans, if you want to call it that, would sit on the hill so they could shout abuse at the team rather than stand on the stands or sit on the stands where the team wouldn't be able to hear them from there. People would rather sit in the rain on the hill shouting abuse at their own team than watch the game from the stands. Toxic, toxic, toxic. Went into the bar area. All the bar stuff, slagging off the club, slagging off the team. I remember going through all aspects of this club and at all levels, from the players to the bar staff to the groundskeepers, 
to those on the board, the negativity was incredible. It was such a toxic environment. And I remember at the time, they didn't really have budget for what I do, but they did have budget to bring in new players, right? I remember saying to them, listen, there is no point bringing in a great player into a toxic environment because all you're going to do is toxify a perfectly good player. I've had this conversation with sales teams in the past where you've got a leading salesperson, but they're so disruptive to the environment, so disruptive to the other salespeople that it's so hard to cut off that leading salesperson, but the damage they're doing is too great. And if you're focused on just one thing, the fact they're scoring goals or the fact that they're making sales, it can conceal the real truth, which is this person overall is having a detrimental effect on the business, on the team, on your life, potentially, depending on who these people are in your life. So my challenge to you is just to have a think initially, just dare to get the stick, dare to stir up the gravel at the bottom of your fish pond, just dare to have a look at you know what doesn't make you happy, what isn't working for you, what brings you down, what do you think is negative, what brings other people down in your environment. I even dare you to take that stick and stir up the waters within yourself and dare to look at maybe what you're bringing to the business, what you're bringing to life, what you're bringing to your relationships that maybe is toxic as well. This isn't just about being negative, by the way. This could be anything from being negative to judgmental. This could be about deliberately wanting to harm someone, harm people. It could just be gossiping. With the club that I worked at, you know, they were just slagging off the team and slagging off the club. And they were just talking about how bad they were and stuff like that. It was just negative. You're trying to build a winning team in an environment like that. It's almost impossible. Now, of course, I couldn't go in there. I didn't have the, the power to go and sack people. I did say to them, if it was me, I would let these players go, even though they're your top players, because I don't think you can't build a whole team around these two players because they're just not the right people. Now, they didn't take that action. What I did do was we actually built a new goldfish bowl within the goldfish bowl that was the club at large. And what we did is we removed the team from everything else and we created an environment immediately around that team that was pure. And we took the shit out of the team the best we could, out of the coaches, out of that immediate environment they were in. We looked at the changing rooms. We looked at all kinds of different things about how we could, you know, remove the toxicity that was in their immediate vicinity, even though we couldn't go out and say bar fans from turning up just to abuse them. And we we weren't going to go and sack the board or go and sack the bar staff or the groundskeepers and stuff like that. We thought, right, let them have their own experience. They'll change when we change. So we created this this bubble around the team. And what we did was set about purifying that environment. And maybe that's something that's relevant to you. Maybe it's too much to go out there and think about stirring up the whole tank of life around you. Let's say, for example, there's a lot of negativity in your family, your extended family, friends of the family. What you might want to start doing is saying, right, you know what? We're going to take the small fishbowl that is our immediate family, this household. And we're going to build our own little fishbowl. And what we're going to do is we're going to purify the environment at this small level. And then we're going to keep that negativity out as best we can. We're going to push it out. We're going to build a barrier to that other negativity. We're not going to take it all on right now. What we're going to do, we're going to wall ourselves off. We're going to create a little bubble for ourselves. It doesn't mean by the way you go and hide and run away and don't interact with people. 
this is metaphorical as much as it might be actual, you know, materially, remove yourself from certain people. Metaphorically, we can remove ourselves from other people. We can disallow their energy to affect us. One of the best ways of doing that is to create smaller environments that are pure. Create small environments where you remove the toxicity. Safe havens, if you like. So if there's a whole load of negativity going on in your industry sector right now, keep the rest of your industry out, create a bowl, a fish bowl, if you like, for your business, for your employees, for your clients and your prospects, and bring them into this incredible environment that's pure and positive, that's clean and has no toxicity whatsoever. Then maybe you take that and you extend that into other areas of your life or extend it into wider areas of life. Remember, if I took a stick to your goldfish bowl, if I stirred up a little bit of shit, I did not make your water dirty, your water was already dirty, all I've done is give you an opportunity to see the toxicity within your environment, within your relationships, within your business, to give you an opportunity in order to resolve that, in order to purify that, to create incredible environments full of opportunity, positivity, and potential. If you want to find out a little bit more about what we're doing at Bigger, Brighter, Boulder and at our success group specifically, then please do go to biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. Whether you are launching a business from startup, whether you are taking your business from 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50, 60 or 70,000 and building it to 100K plus, or if you've already turned over more than 100K in a year, maybe even up towards half a million in turnover, and you want to scale that business, maybe start looking at hitting those seven figures, that 1 million turnover mark, or just scaling your business to build the lifestyle and the quality of life that you want to lead and that you want to have, then we have groups of ambitious business owners just like you doing that exact thing that would love to be a part of your ongoing entrepreneurial journey. Please go and check us out, biggerbrightbolder.co.uk. If you're ready to have a conversation with us about how we can help you, how we can support you, how we can get you a more successful business and build the lifestyle that you want to have for yourself, then please do reach out to my partner in life and in business, Tracy Miller. And you can email her at Tracy with an E dot Miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. I'll put both those links in the descriptions of this episode. I'll also put links in there to other resources that are designed to help you with creating the success that you want in your business to help you to level up yourself and your business. Please do go and check out those other resources. Please do speak to us. I'd love to see you and welcome you to one of our groups in the new future. Otherwise, I'll see you here next time. And until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.